got a whole lot of loving just for you. I got all this loving, but I just want you. Hello, and welcome to Heller Radio. I'm Nora Rose. And I am Sally. And today we have a very special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, yes, I'm Brooke. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we're very excited to have you. I apologize, everyone. I am not at 100% on my voice, so stick with me here. Um, So uh, today we're talking about The End, which is a classic classic dusty ls episode it can't can't go wrong with this episode um so i guess we'll just jump straight into the summary um cass has the idea of using the cult to kill lucifer and tells dean over the phone he wants to go right now because the demons seem to have it but dean tells him he needs at least a couple of hours of sleep sam calls and tells Dean that he's Lucifer's vessel and he wants back in. But Dean thinks they need to stay as far away from each other as possible. Dean wakes up and the Mattel he's in has been leveled. He starts wandering and finds Croatoan graffitied on a building. Some infected people chase him and when he leaves the apparently quarantined zone, he realizes he's somehow suddenly in 2014. As a reminder, this episode aired in 2009. Zachariah shows up and tells him this is what will happen if he doesn't say yes to Michael. Dean tracks down his friends and finds himself. 2014 Dean explains Sam didn't make it a few years back and he wasn't there. Dean finds Cass as human and stoned and into orgies and it's a mess. (laughs) Eventually 2014 Dean comes back with the cult which he's been hunting down for years and tells them all they're going to go kill the devil which he tells 2009 Dean is Sam possessed by Lucifer. Samifer kills everyone and tells 2009 Dean that they will always end up here. Zachariah brings Dean back to his own time and Dean still says no. At the last moment, Cass zaps Dean to him and basically it's assumed saves his life. The episode ends with Sam and Dean reuniting. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it was so good. It's such a great episode. So um, what are some themes in this episode? The only one that I actually wrote down was redemption versus revenge. Yeah. Yeah. And like Cass is just going to always stay by the inside. Apparently we find that out yes. so early in season five and I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> ah, that's very true. Yes. Yeah, destiny also shows up here once again. In the yes, end. it does. Yeah. A destiny versus, you know, choosing your own path. Team free will, as we will have later on in this season. Yeah. 
any other uh, really big themes yet? I, I don't know if this uh, is a theme, but I think it's interesting how we keep seeing how Dean is the character who always gets, like, either to interact with himself in the future or in the past or as a shapeshifter, you know, like, it's kind of a running thing. I don't think any other yeah. character really, you know? Maybe not a theme, but a parallel. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he always has to, like, face himself and what he might become or his deepest, darkest most rep repressed thoughts if you will <laughs> yeah and yeah. The only maybe not the re most seen... repressed <laughs> yeah and the only time we've seen sam do that was in when the levy breaks yeah yeah and that was kid sam so he's yeah. a little gentler <laughs> <clears throat> um and then uh i just wanted to mention um before we go to break, uh, Brooke, you mentioned to me that this is the episode that you started shipping it. This is where it all began for me. I didn't even know what shipping was. I've never shipped anything before in my life. I just like, I'm watching this show. I'm watching Dean just take hit after hit. And then all of a sudden this episode happens. And at the end, he just like looks at Cass and I'm just like, I just want them to hug and be there for to, for each other and end up together. And I don't even know what this feeling is. I just need them together. <laughs> like someone explain this to me. I don't get it. They have to be together. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. This is like my, and like before I even, and I didn't even find out what the term shipping meant till like six years later, like no joke, because I didn't, I didn't become part of the fandom until actually after the finale, honestly, but I just knew it. I'm just like these two, like, I just want, like Dean just needs somebody to protect him and take care of him. And this is the man that will do it. And he wants to do it. And they just need to be together. And I need this. <laughs> this I sounds so cast-coded of you right now. Oh, oh my God, I am. No, no, I'm a cast-coded. Yeah, like, I can't. <laughs> so you watched it live then? Uh, this yeah, is uh, well, yeah. no, I, I started watching in 2014. Okay. So I just binged everything and it started off as a show that I had on in the background and I would like do laundry, leave the room, whatever, come back. And I'm like, Oh, the Sam and Dean killed the monster of the week. That's cool. Whatever. Bye. And then I just like move on with my life. And then all of a sudden four one happens and cash shows up and I sit down and I just glue myself to the screen. I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> this is the show. And then I became like really into the show and I'm like, well, where's that cast character? Bring him back. This is interesting. <laughs> And I just watched live from there. So it's fun because it was in 2014. This episode takes place in 2014 future Croatonan world. So I'm very attached to this. I'm so excited this got to be the episode. So, I got so you actually before. started watching these unaware of Destial? I had no idea. No, oh my, my God. <laughs> my, my straight cis roommate's like, this show's pretty cool. You might like it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll try it. And I like threw it on the background. I'm like, this show's fine. I'm enjoying it. I like monsters. I like horror movies. I like hot guys. What's not to like? I just have to know in the background, though, because it, you know, it, the early seasons are good. There's a lot to say about them, but, you know, there's a little repetition, a little bit of the same, same action going on. So, for sure. When Cash showed up, I'm like, this is different. 
I'm here for it. <laughs> this is so interesting to me because even though I only watched it in 2000, started watching in 2020, I I do not remember a time in my life when I wasn't aware that Destiel existed. <laughs> yeah, I found out about Destiel from Supernatural when they brought up Destiel. And I'm like, wow. oh, that explains that feeling I had. <laughs> They've explained it to me now. That is what I think. <laughs> but I, I feel bad about the show, too, because like with Becky and stuff, they like made me feel like I should be ashamed of my feelings. And I'm like, OK, well, I'm just going to like internalize this and act like I don't feel this way. And then yeah. 2020 happened and I'm like, fuck, I should have been feeling this way the whole time. Everybody else was right. I was wrong. <laughs> it's OK. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. <sighs> And we're back to it. Uh, so, um, okay. Talking to a messenger of God on a cell phone. Such a good line. <laughs> oh, man. It's, so, it's just, it's like precious. I think I used this word last episode, but it's precious. <laughs> They're precious. <laughs> ben Edlin for the win. Right? Exactly. Oh, man. And then, and then, of course, we have that line, I'll just wait here then. Which, Which I makes only me know... want to break out into song. <laughs> yeah, I only now realize that it's the same line from, from fan fiction I had forgotten. <laughs> It's the same line. They rebuild the set. They have him under a street lamp. It's so sweet. I can't even. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. There, you bring up another thing. He, there's the lamp again. Cass's lamp. Everybody knows that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but when Dean first wakes up and uh, is looking out the window at the absolute destruction, um, there is a theater right next door and it says now playing Route 666. I didn't notice that. That's oh, amazing. I didn't notice either. Wow. <laughs> so like that's that. just a fun little thing. Um. Sally, a little while ago, uh, you we were talking and you hadn't realized that there was a previous uh, Croatoan episode. <laughs> yeah, because I hadn't watched it. I still haven't yeah. watched it. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. And also, you are, as we are aware, not American. Do you know the legend behind Croatoan? What? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, it's so cool. It's cooler than the episode with Croton, in my opinion. Oh, it's soup, but it's also super racist. Oh, is it? Maybe I don't know everything. <laughs> yes. Um, I I actually uh, spent. I lived a while in uh, about forty-five minutes away from Roanoke, which is where uh, the Croton legend comes from. Um, but so back. Back when people were, white people, were first coming to the United States, um, to America at the time, um, there was a colony in the area that is now Virginia um, called Roanoke. Okay. 
and uh, people, you know, built a life there, whatever. Um, and then later, people who knew about this colony came to reunite with the people there and there was no one there they were the colony was gone so there are a lot of legends about this like you know did they just disappear you know were they massacred yada 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 what really probably happened is they just integrated with the native americans Mm-hmm. Which is why the legend is a little okay. racist. But um, in the original Croatoan episode, uh, Sam and Dean are in a town and they see Croatoan. Okay, Croatoan, where the Croatoan comes from. The only thing that was left when the people came back to the Roanoke colony. Yeah. The only thing that was left was Croatoan carved in a tree. Wow. Okay. A little yeah. creepy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Sam and Dean are in this town and they find Croatoan carved into like a light post. Um, mm-hmm. And it turns out that it's this demonic virus and yeah yeah. so from that point you know but um the significant thing about that back in the day was uh sam got infected but it turned out that he was immune and this was before we knew about the demon blood so right yeah I mean, it feels like Sam had lots of powers back in the days, right? That they gradually got rid of. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting how it just like kind of fizzles out and isn't really spoken about in the later years. Interestingly enough, I would almost compare it to how Dean loses all of his jewelry over the years. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and, um, interesting, right? Yeah, I, I haven't have fact checked it, but uh, they say that like I- I'm not sure if you guys know, but like Dean stops wearing his leather jacket, like his dad's leather jacket, like shortly mm-hmm. after meeting Cass or something. Like I don't know, Tumblr post. I'm I'm sure, but yeah, probably <laughs> that sounds about right, though. Yeah. I I I wouldn't be surprised if it got like destroyed or disintegrated. Yeah. <laughs> something anyway he got dick all over it meaning the dick run and exploded (laughs) (laughs) um okay so neither of you were part of the fandom before 2014 so you guys don't know that so when i started watching the show in 2012 and when 2014 rolled around especially around august everyone in the fandom was super super tense we were all just like something's gonna happen something's gonna happen and then it didn't and it was so (laughs) disappointing (laughs) 
And then it didn't like ever, <laughs> which was even more disappointing, right? <laughs> yeah, I oh. missed out on that. I wish I, I kind of wish I was in the fandom, although I think I'd be like 10 times more feral than I am now. And I'm already <laughs> feral about it. Like, Definitely. So. Yeah. I, I just can't imagine like having, I can't imagine watching this show for its run like for 15 years like that will damage you beyond that much time oh i, I mean, mean it's not okay. it's not a lot of time a lot of time because you know like back in the days you would get like an episode a week and that's that's yeah, how it's but worked, it's but... still 15 years yeah and then hiatus no 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 i'm so glad i watched it last year this year. <laughs> well, I remember like uh, my fandom, like right around 2014 when I watched it all, like, I mean, I wasn't in the like Tumblr fandom or the Facebook fandom, but like my obsession with it spiked. I started buying cast merchandise. I tried, I, I literally went to my first con. I had no idea. I learned about cons through Supernatural. Like they just had a con and I'm like, this is what cons are about. I live in Florida. I'm like, there's a con. I'm going to go to it. And like, I didn't even like do the math or make sure Supernatural was there. Or there was, I'm like, I'm going to dress as Cass. I'm going to find oh. somebody to hang out with that wants to talk about Supernatural with me. And this is why I started going to cons. And like, it's so funny because cons have become such a huge part of my life and what I do now. And it all started because I wanted to find somebody to talk to me about Supernatural. I still haven't been to a Supernatural con. And I didn't find anybody at that con that wanted to like fangirl with me. Oh, I know. It's so sad. And I have like a whole group of con friends and very few of them are actually like huge Destiel fans. And I'm like, huh, this whole thing. But Supernatural taught me what cons was. Yeah, I'm partly so jealous that you guys who are in the US can like literally go to cons like every month or something. But partly (laughs) I'm so happy that I do not get to spend that amount of money on those (laughs) things. Not that I have all that money, but even if I had, you know. Oh, yeah. The Supernatural ones are like, because I do a lot of local ones. Like, I just went to Megacon last week, and that was like a whole thing, and it was fun. Um, But the Supernatural ones, man, today, like, everything is monetized. Everything, like, every single event and everything. It's kind of crazy. But I had tickets to this one in Florida, but they canceled it. So next year, June 22. Yeah, I saw that they post some. Good for them, though. Don't come to Florida. It's gross here. I'm ashamed. (laughs) I feel shame. So, when we meet 2014, Dean, I find it, I just, okay. Micro expressions, acting masterclass, Jensen Ackles is just so. World sexiest man, apparently, <laughs> at Newsbrook today, the day we are recording this, guys. Um, and uh, yeah, okay, but it's just it's amazing because okay, when you look at 2009 Jensen Ackles versus 2014 Jensen Ackles, there is a physical difference, um, but but and obviously they couldn't do that in this episode but you can still see and hear the difference in those two versions of dean you yeah. can see it specifically in the eyes and the line of his mouth and yeah his voice is just completely different too 
Yeah, it's so funny because th- this uh, other 2014 Dean reminds me of the uh, season 15 Dean in Attitude a oh. lot, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, now I figured that you saying this just made me understand why I dislike this season, uh, the uh, year 2014 Dean, for the same reasons I dislike season 15 Dean, <laughs> you know, in You're relation throw your most... to a meat grinder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in relation to Jack and what he did then in season 15. Yeah, makes sense. But also I remember yeah. I remember reading it somewhere that uh, shooting this was probably like the hardest thing Jensen has done on Supernatural yes. because he had to all the time like switch places and be like these two characters that are one character but also aren't. And it was like, I think Misha compared it to why he had, like when everybody was asking why he had gave empty such a weird accent and he was like yeah. because i had to differentiate between those characters and it was like getting very hard for me as an actor you know yeah so oh, yeah oh yeah. Uh, yeah well and it it uh, i don't remember what i was gonna say i lost it happens to the best because i us. looked at my notes and saw the name rhonda hurley and i was like oh rhonda hurley <laughs> god bless Rhonda hurley Rhonda hurley is my hero yeah i want to join the Rhonda hurley fan club right <laughs> Rhonda hurley took one look at this dude and was like you know what you like and he did and he did and you know what we kind of liked it I love it so much. I was watching that episode with my boyfriend and he's like, he's like, you know, I think it would have been less gay if he would have just said he likes to have sex with men. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, dear Lord. I love that. (laughs) Um, and then, and then, and then, okay, so Chuck in this episode presents an interesting problem. <laughs> okay. I'm obsessed, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> so you remember it's a terrible life. How that yes. was real, just their minds were altered a little bit. Yeah. Is this real? Okay. I have a Chuck theory that I was literally screaming at you guys while I was listening to you guys on the podcast. I was like having a conversation. You you couldn't hear me, obviously. <laughs> no, we can. So allow me to tell you again. It's actually my roommate's theory. Um, the vessel, uh, the prophets are the only vessels that God can use. So we see, like later years, we see um, him speak through. Oh my God, what was his name? The other prophet. The fun one, the white hair. Yeah. Donatello? Donatello, Donatello, yeah. So we see Chuck take over Donatello and speak through him. So my roommate's theory is that prophets are just walking around vessels and God can jump into them when he would like and operate them. So we can assume that Chuck is Chuck until God dives into him because that's the only vessel that God can use. 
that makes so, so much sense because like yeah. because they are speaking they're saying the word of god and i mean yeah. it's literally you know like opening mouth is literally doing that yeah so we yeah. can assume that this is still chuck and that god hasn't taken over chuck yet two follow-up things one can we imagine kevin tran for a second <laughs> oh my god it would be amazing i think i've read a fic of that before actually um, and two that then presents the question at what point does god jump into chuck yeah i don't know the answer to that but i do love okay. his theory it's the only thing that keeps me sane i think yeah i, think, yeah, I do like that at yesterday's con or whatever uh, i think Rob benedict had a had a panel and he was asked if he knew that the chuck in season four uh i mean season five and four uh was god and he as an actor was told that they were planning to make him god but uh, i mean they weren't sure that they were the show would run for so long that long and we would yeah we would get to see him as a god but we did yeah so i guess it was planned from yeah uh, from the start that he was god but i mean still no answer if he's god in season five or not yeah so um Okay, continuing on with the Chuck stuff, is Cass still here? Yeah. I don't think Cass is going anywhere. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> that's it, man. Like, that's all he ever wanted. No Everybody must leave, Steen. All he wanted was somebody to stay. And here's this man who's just like, I'm going to stay forever. And of course, you know, we have to address like the cabin. Like, why does he have a king size cabin? You know, like, yeah. I'm not saying, you know, I saw Tom Cruise. It was like, I'm not saying he was fucking the fearless leader, but he was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, when he's like, you know, this this whole thing is surprisingly physical. And then he notices Dean and he just has this smile. And it's oh, like, oh, my God. Um, uh... <laughs> yeah, um, no, that's beautiful. Yeah. I think they made it as gay as they could at the time. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> but they still they're still trying to, you know, like kind of because, like, when when Dean gets there, uh, the 2019 isn't like the one of the first things that he gets attacked for, uh, like sleeping with somebody else, like, in yeah, a, another and woman. Cass is but, about to yeah. have an orgy. I, I just headcan it like they're in a fight or they're they haven't hooked all the way up yet and they're just trying to one up each other. Because, like, later when uh, Dean finds out, like, uh, like the other Dean is like, oh, you know, apparently me and Risa have a connection. And Cash just laughs and smiles and nods his head because he's like, yeah, sure they do. You know, I or think, whatever. Like, his face. It's so good. I think this I'm episode not- makes me insane because I realize how much Cass laughs and smiles in these 14 well, minutes. I know, but it's... <laughs> yeah, okay. It's a solid argument, but it's so weird to, you know... To see him uh, like that. Yeah. What are you, stoned? Yeah, generally. <laughs> what happened to you? Life. Oh my god. <laughs> He's so great. Oh um, man. And then later, 
when when 2014 Dean finally comes back from his mission and 2009 Dean's just like standing there and the other guys are like, what the fuck, man? And 2014 Dean's like, I'm not going to lie to you. Me and him, pretty messed up situation we got going. And 2009 Dean at that point then looks back at Cass. Yeah. What is that acting choice? <laughs> like I said, they're they're in a rough patch, you know. Cass has got to have orgies and Dean's off with Risa or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, but how did 2009 Dean know? Hello, well, they are here to stay in repressed vessel. What are you talking about? <laughs> he knows in his head what's going on. That look. I'm just I'm just gonna bring bring uh, bring it up here at the line that they cut, you know. Uh, all we have left, me and Cass, yes. I have uh, is each other. Me, me and Dean is each other. So yeah, kind of. Yeah, if Dean says it's time to go out in a blaze of glory, win or lose, so be it. I'm in. But then that's just how I roll. And they yeah. cut that, and in its place, they put, why not shower yourself in women in decadence? Which is just like, mm, why do you got to take the gay line out and put in the straight line? I hate yeah. you guys. Well, uh, yeah. I, think the, I think it's very underrated. My, my personal favorite part out of all that episode and their interaction is that uh, the moment Dean gets goes to Cass's cabin and the women leave... When he straight on, he knows that this is not the 2014 Dean. He's like, whoa, I'm getting weird life here, you know? It's so funny. It just reminds me of like, it reminds me of like a cigar or wine aficionado who is like so well versed (laughs) in that particular thing. They're like, oh, yes, this is the 1994. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> uh, this actually always makes me think about the uh, about the scene in Angel Heart with Amelia when she's also drugged like Cass is in this episode, right? And when she comes back and uh, um, I think Cass is saving her, right? And she like wakes up in Cass's arms and she's like, "Oh, no, you are not Jimmy because she was looking mm-hmm. for Jimmy, right? And she like instantly knows that this is not Jimmy. This is not, not her husband. I mean, it's the same thing, you know? Like, Well, we know that uh, Amelia and Jimmy are true soulmates because when they go to heaven, they end up in they each other's in- heaven. Yeah. yeah. Before heaven got demolished and remodeled, you know? Like, they ended up in the soulmate heaven together, so. Yeah. So yeah. apparently that gives you kind of a, you know, a taste for who's who. <laughs> oh so we're torturing again oh that's that's good classy and Cass laughs and then 2014 Dean looks at him like dude <laughs> and Cass is just like what I like past you oh my god I love it yeah. so much I mean it's so funny but also like the levels Underneath it is so fucking sad. Uh, I mean, uh, you know? So yeah. Yeah. But also, like, Jealous Dean is the greatest thing 
especially when it's about Cass. Oh my God, I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. It's amazing. Well, and I just love like how Cass is like at the time he's just reclined, his feet are up on the table. Yes! Yes! You know, it's like, it just reminds me of like when you're in a couple, you could just do whatever you want, take a sip of somebody <laughs> else's drink, pull their plate over, put your feet up on their table, get a king size bed in a wasteland. <laughs> you yes. know. And I think I, I caught. I caught it this time that when he leaves and they are saying, yeah, we are going to regroup like in the night and just leave for to do this thing. And, and then when he's walking out of the door, Cass, he's like, all righty. Who says that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Misha does. <laughs> yeah. I love that this is like one of the closest things we get to like real Misha. I think this is closer yeah. to real Misha than meta Misha. Yeah, yeah, orgies yeah. are always okay. Never mind. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then of then then just this this could be a thesis statement for Destiel. Are you coming? Of course. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the insane thing about that is that seeing, yeah, okay, Cass is now human, it doesn't have his powers, but, like, he was Angel, right? And he has the mm -hmm. same backstory as mm -hmm. the Cass from 2009. So he was a strategist, he was a warrior, like, there is no fucking way he doesn't understand that this is a suicide mission, right? Yeah. And he's still like, yeah, of course, I'm, I'm gonna be there. Yeah, I would like yeah. to add to the overall themes, devotion. This episode yeah. is like so devotion, like Cass's devotion to anything Dean has going on. And a little bit like as rough as this Dean is, you can see that he's also devoted to Cass. He gets, you know, first seat at the table. He listens to his opinions. He lets him tease him in front of the other warriors. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a nice. Step. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, and then uh, can we talk for a moment about camera angles? Sure. So when Dean and Dean <laughs> are talking to each other and uh, 2014 Dean is explaining that Sam said yes to Lucifer and all this is going to hell and, you know, it's just a big mess and what 2019 needs to do is go back to his time and say yes and he's basically begging 2019 to say yes during this conversation the camera angles on 2019 we're looking up at him we're begging him we're yeah 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 both both literally and metaphorically looking up at him whereas 2019 we're looking down at him a little bit and i just i as as someone who is a bit of a film geek yeah <laughs> i love things like that yeah that's yeah, really cool yeah i mean that's yeah obviously uh, everyone, I mean, not everyone knows, but I also, as a film geek, know that that's a technique employed, employed too, you know? Yeah. Underline who is, like, in power and who isn't in the scene. And, yeah. Which is interesting, too, because you would assume that 2014 would be the one that's in power. 
because he's the leader of this big camp. Yeah. But 2019 is the one who can go back and change things. Yeah. I also, I had like a very weird uh, inter idea and like thought about all of this. Uh, in a way, um, if, if you look at this from the side of like 2019, it is like an alternate reality, right? To make him say yes. Mm -hmm. But if you look at it from the side of the 2014 Dean, you know, like if you jump to his timeline, it's it kind of becomes this like like a it could be technically like a hallucination, like something a jinn would do, you know? Oh. Yeah. 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 What confuses me about the episode too, if we're you know trying to look at it like we look at a terrible life, it's just. He does, Sam does say yes, and Dean doesn't say yes. So how are we not in that universe unless Cass is the one anomaly again in this situation? Or, you know, it's like hard to, you know, how did this not come to be if the main turning point didn't change? Yeah, especially yeah. when they emphasize so much that this is the, this is how it's going to end. Like, this is unavoidable. This is going to happen. I but mean, then I think that might be just, like, general plot holes we might not ever be able to answer. Like, the fact that... Writing. Yeah, I didn't want to say that, but I want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to, but I'm, I'm saying that. Because, like, in the, like, the beginning of the episode, Cass is like, hey, I'm calling you for a thing that we need to do together. And at yeah. the end of the episode, they meet up. And that never comes to be because then Dean goes and meets up with Sam. So like the entire point of Cass's involvement in the episode is literally just the relationship with Dean and these other points. It's not actually to get the cult. Like he calls and says, we need to get the cult. And then they just don't. I mean, it's to introduce the idea of getting the cult, but yeah, for yeah, sure. Like, we need to meet up and yeah. deal with this soon right now. And he's like, give me four hours. Then they meet up and nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, stuff might happen. I mean, we can look at the fanfic gap and see what happened, but you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I want to, on the same level of uh, this comparing this to it's a terrible life. I want to talk about this human version of Cass versus season nine human cast very 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 different i like yeah. almost can't even talk about season nine human cast without like wanting to cry and like wrap myself Same. Up steve might be yeah loving. and like maybe the difference has to do with dean's involvement and who dean is in 2014 versus season nine well, I mean, but, yeah, I guess this cast is, like, the one that's just dealt with, like, you know, the apocalypse uh, coming to fruition, the Crotonin virus, Dean trying to be a leader and still being sassy and how to work himself into that versus, like, the season nine cast got kicked out, which, like, I will just never get over, like, no. if, like, yeah. write that on my tombstone. I can't believe they kicked him out. <laughs> especially, especially, like, when you think about, like, Misha 
as a person, like yes. he grew up not having a stable place to sleep sometimes. And the Ooh. fact that they did that makes me want to like commit violence. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to... Yeah. That so like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, it makes me want to hurt somebody, um, you know, or commit arson or something. Um, <laughs> just... All very reasonable choices. Yes. <laughs> but uh yeah so I mean he just you know he had to be on his own and figure things out a little differently from and he was being hunted and things like that and he didn't have a support system so it just turned out a little different and he didn't have as much time to develop I mean who knows in the yeah, right probably not not as easy access to drugs because if he did who knows <laughs> right yeah. oh my god I would have loved to have seen season nine cast not working in a gas station but like I don't know having I actually love friends and stuff Yes, working in gas station. But yeah, friends would have been nice. Got to agree. And then finally, pretty nice timing, Cass. We had an appointment. Don't ever change. What is that look on? on I know. I just want to bottle it. And like, right? (laughs) I just want to like sustain myself on like that that look. Forever, just like bottled in like a lozenge, something I could just like remind myself that that's what it looks like. <laughs> it's I mean, like, okay, um, what did Misha say this weekend? Uh, that the title for love, the title of his autobiography. Oh my god, I love him so much. Of Cass's auto- autobiography. Yes, of Cass's autobiography. <laughs> yes, yes, too. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I will tear my hair out. <laughs> I mean, we are all tearing our hair, hair out. He just out. looks so fond. Yeah. Like, the amount of fondness that they both radiate out of each other's face and beam into the other one's face is, like, almost too much for me to handle. Like, I can't even look at it too long without, like, feeling the fondness pouring into my soul. Like, and there's also, <laughs> like, okay, so I was I was writing a fic the other day that was the two of them finally getting together and uh you know the fight this moment where they finally kiss and i was like you know okay if this was filmed you know it would have you know the sweeping grand music and the camera would just sort of circle around them and the camera in this moment does kind of circle around them for a second it has that bit of a trope there yeah, I can't just. It's just so beautiful. Like I, I saw a video edit where they did it to like um, a Taylor Swift song, and it was like the one where she just goes, she just goes like ah, and like like the relief sound of like just like, but like they put it right at that moment where he's like, just I'm gonna send it to you guys after this. It's, it's really Fantastic. Nice. We'll, we'll include it. We'll include a link to it in the uh, episode description, guys, so you can see it too. Wow. Uh, I actually have one other thing I wanted to mention. Uh, when Dean is talking to Dean, uh, after he's like, hey, me, can we have a word when he understands this is ba- basically a suicide mission uh, yeah. and, and everybody's going to die and he's, yeah, put uh, the meat grinder comment. Um, and he's like, you're going to do this to our friends? And then pause and then cast? 
I mean, the, the, and cast the fact that he like cast his his it's his own Separate. category, yeah, even this yeah. early, it's like very interesting to me. That's yeah. so <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention too. Uh, he's uh, 2014. Dean is not wearing the amulet, so I don't know. Mm. I thought that was interesting. Mm, I didn't know catch. Yeah, I didn't notice that either. How oh, many right. times have I watched that episode and not noticed that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. And then, like, I'm sure you guys will talk about it eventually, but just the toilet paper, I can't. Like, it's <laughs> the prediction. Like, Yeah, you know what's, what's uh, interesting in that scene in regards to Chuck? Like, he's kind of the only one we, we get to meet at the camp who stays behind and doesn't yes. really go with them. So technically, he could be God at that point and just like, that, you know, like, yes, same thing. Yes. He could be. God's giving us a message from the past to hoard toilet paper because it's gold <laughs> during a virus outbreak. Well, they had it. Did you see like the newspaper in the beginning, too? It was like Sarah Palin was the president at the time. Yes. <laughs> and, I, and like my boyfriend's like, is that really the worst? They, they tried to imagine the worst case scenario for a president, but like they didn't know it could get worse. <laughs> I know. <laughs> do you guys do you guys think that the 2014 Dean he actually knows that uh, Sam is gonna I mean Sam slash Lucifer is gonna kill him and he just makes sure that 2019 goes with him because as he says before like there is no other way to you know to make the 2019 say yes because he is as stubborn as he himself is like they're, they're the same person right and this is like the last resort to make yeah. him see personally what lucifer will do right i don't i don't know that he knows that he's not gonna make it but i think he knows that there is a possibility and he's putting all of his eggs in the metaphorical basket of 2019 <laughs> right i think there was there was this post on tumblr somewhere i saw uh talking about how maybe Cass actually didn't die uh when they were shooting yeah we him don't see it. him and he was the one to find dead oh, being be yes. dead yeah uh, yeah no mm, 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 mm. <laughs> i'm not talking about that <laughs> right yeah yeah but also, like, can we also talk about the original script for this and that Cass was, like, supposed to, like, not do anything and be in the background and, like, keep killing and resurrecting a cockroach? Like... What? I didn't know about that. You, oh, you, yeah. Tell me everything. Do you want to do that, Rose? I, I don't no, remember go the for details. it. Go for no, it. I don't remember the details. I just know that he was he, supposed to be this, like, very depressed, very pessimistic. I mean, he still is, right? A uh, uh, person who, like, he, he literally has only as much power left that could, like, bring, uh, kill and bring an in insect back, you know? Like, he's kind of playing God, like, on a small, very, very small scale because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just killing it and just bringing it back. But then they changed it to what we saw here. Which, yeah. which... I wish I do. I obviously this is better than that, oh but, God, yes. but I would have liked to see just a moment of something like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. So what do you guys think about the coat hanging in the, I'm obsessed with uh, Castiel's like bedroom cabin. So like, I've seen people mention that like the green, like bulky coat, like hanging there is like, and somebody else said they saw his boots there or something. I'm like, I don't know if they thought that much back then, but I mean, well, we see, we see Cass wearing a similar green coat later on. True. That makes sense. Yeah, I was like, it, it's interesting to see, like, when the show went from, like, hinting and, like, dropping little stuff to, like, you know, sledgehammering it into our faces. <laughs> yeah, in all, just all of a sudden in the last <clears throat> three episodes. <clears throat> Fuck that, man. <laughs> <laughs> so rude. <laughs> oh. Okay. Do you guys have anything else to bring up for this episode? Mm-hmm. I'm just looking through my notes right now. Same. Oh, right. Did we did we talk about I thought you were over trying to label me? Oh, oh please let's. Yes. <laughs> How many times did he try to label him? What kind of labels was he trying to attribute to him? So many questions. <laughs> Yes. What oh, were the reasons that labels were required? Right. Did they come up in the king size bed at all? <laughs> I can oh, say, like, like, if I was part of that camp and cast good all these, you know, comfort and king size, I'd crazy. be so pissed. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think we see anybody else's like living quarters. We don't even see Dean's because no. because I was like obsessed watching last night. I was like, where does Dean sleep though? You know me. Um, but <laughs> it, like the area where they have most of the conversation is like the office, the command center, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we see Cass's room, or I'm doing air quotes, you know, the room with the big bed and the orgies. Um, but I don't think we see anybody else's living quarters. But I can't imagine they're they're very nice. Yeah. Yeah, but do, okay. Uh, weird question, but um, do you think? Do you guys think these orgies are like really happening? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Dean's evolved. Oh yeah. I mean, how many times throughout the show do we hear that Dean's been in an orgy? Like yeah. he's been in them with Crowley. He split triplets <laughs> right down the middle with Lee. Down Cartwright the middle. twins. The Cartwright twins. <laughs> no i think i think it's weird to me that dean you know like when he's saying that line about the orgies and then when the women are standing up and leaving and uh when he's like oh you are also beautiful or something like that's what he says and yes. it's like it gives me the same feeling of like performative whatever as oh, dean usually sure. does yeah yeah it's i kind totally of... like the vibe you know i'm sorry no, go on. Uh, like, I was like, I totally get the vibe that like Cass just like brings girls into the bed because like maybe that's the only way that he can get Dean into bed too, you know, or like brings a group so that he can have Dean there also. Yeah. It's like basically so that Dean doesn't freak out. Yeah. <laughs> they are just like yeah. they are just like emotional support girls or something. Support <laughs> 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 <Poor> Dean. <laughs> 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 oh, 
that's amazing. <laughs> every, every time he starts to like, oh my god, does this mean I'm gay? And he's like, look, there's a woman <laughs> right there. <laughs> a woman. Chill. I love the headcanon. I love the headcanon that like Dean just doesn't even understand what bi means and that he's like, well, I like women, so I can't be gay. You know, like and just like rules it out. It's like, well, this cannot be. I also love the headcanon that when he figures out he's in love with Cass, he's like, well, I'm gay now. And Sam has to be like, that's not how it works. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I actually also love that uh, that he doesn't even get that. Like he, I I also, I find it fascinating and so funny that if we had like seen proper finale or whatever, like my interpretation for finale is that Dean doesn't really understand that he's also in love with Cass, but like, Cass is his best bro. So, like, if Cass is like, I love you, Dean is gonna be, yeah, okay, sure, why not? Okay, sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wanna fuck? Let's fuck. You're my best friend. <laughs> so yeah, I wish wanna... I were a girl so we could have sex. And he's like, well, we could still have sex. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just a devastatingly, devastatingly handsome friend. <laughs> and he just really is invested on making sure Cass gets an orgasm. Yeah. He wants to make sure that he does that before he dies. Just bros <laughs> being bros. <laughs> if there's one, but like also, if there is one thing he knows is that Bert and Ernie are gay, so maybe he's <laughs> not that. You know? I, I know I keep saying this, but I am obsessed with that so much because it's almost like in the past he's answering the question of the future because what is Bert and Ernie it's like a couple that everyone assumes is gay because they live together because they seem like they're gay but it's like still still debated and in the past Dean answers the question they're like you see a couple like that they are gay I know that for certain without a shadow of a doubt and he's telling us (laughs) and now in the future we have Dean telling us that for sure without a shadow of a doubt when you see a situation like that they are gay you know yep. i mean whether they are or not in yeah. real life but like that's how dean sees it yep yeah yep oh man what an episode <laughs> so much i love it oh yeah um anything else you guys I mean, I probably could talk about this episode. Well, ten, yeah, we can talk about it forever, <laughs> I, think, but... I think we covered all the notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let me pull up. Oh, Let's I have one more thing that yes, yeah, go ahead. Actually, like, plays into all of this. Then and the line Dean says at the very end, we, we make our own future now, which is like what he has been trying Ooh. to do, for, you know, like especially yeah. towards after we learn what God has been up to. So, yeah. It kind of makes me, you know, it's weird knowing that these themes kind of have been at play forever. And you yeah, like the characters have the- always been trying to break free of the narrative yeah. Like, yeah. to the point where they bought the rights to the show. I was, I was actually... <laughs> <laughs> 
there was this video that came in, uh, into recommendations on like Instagram or I saw it in Instagram and there was this guy uh, like comparing who was his favorite character at the beginning of the show and then at the end of the show and there were like a couple of shows and and like for Supernatural his favorite uh, character at the beginning was Dean and his favorite character at the end was Dean and I was like secretly to myself that's because there's no character development <laughs> it's the same dude yeah they like try to develop it and then they backpedal it seems yeah yeah obviously like i agree with that but i'm i'm still i'm still like very mad that's dean in season 15 and i don't think that will change well, and the... ever no i See, i am and... too a lot we'll get more into this later yeah. when we get down the line but i think i think season 15 could have been redeemed and could have had a satisfying character arc if it weren't for the finale. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But we'll talk more about that a long time from now. We have a <laughs> long ways to go. Um, next episode, we will be talking about I Believe the Children Are Our Future and Changing Channels. Yes. So I'm so excited, guys. I love that episode. Me too. It's a really good episode. Oh, man. And Brooke, this was fantastic. Thank you for joining us. And if you want to join us again sometime yes. in the future, please do. We would love to have you back. This has been so much fun, you guys. I'm so excited to talk to like real people about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, fantastic. All right. We'll talk to you next week, guys. Thank you for listening to Hella Radio. I'm Nora Rose. And I am Sally. You can find us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram at Hella Radio. Theme music was provided by Kalua. Sound editing by Josh. Give them hell, hellers. Let me cry.